Welcome to the podcast of Scott Street MB Church. We hope you find this message inspiring and encouraging in your walk as a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are so proud of you four. Thank you for your professions of faith. To all of you here this morning, welcome to a beautiful Easter Sunday. Um, it's, a, it's a joy to be here. There's no other place I would rather be than here. And there's no other people I'd rather be with than my new family, my Scott Street family. So thank you for your warm welcome to Sarah and I over the last seven, eight months. And uh, yeah, we love it. We love it. He is risen indeed. You are a gift to one another and you're a gift to me. Um, We did enjoy worship on the beach this morning. What a beautiful place St. Catharines is, isn't it? Imagine, beautiful beaches and, and orchards and everything we need. And each other. And eternal life. My goodness, who could ask for more? What a gift. And these four beautiful young people. Who knows what God's going to do with your daughters and your son? He's already doing incredible work, and we love them, and we're thankful for them. They've been on a journey of faith, and we've been on this journey of faith for about eight weeks. Pastor Paul preached a sermon about eight weeks ago about Jesus, the suffering king. And we've been looking at the different portraits of Christ over this, this period of Lent. We looked at Jesus the king, Jesus the prophet, Jesus the lamb of God, Jesus friend of sinners, and today we look at him as Jesus the resurrected king. That's the, the right thing to look at on Easter Sunday. There's a beautiful mountain hike in the Italian Alps uh, that thousands of people take this journey up into the Alps every year to see that cross on, on the left-hand side there. Um, it's a, an act of faith and It's also this most beautiful, massive cross way up on the top of the mountain. And one tourist noticed that um, after getting to the the cross, that there was a small trail that led through a thicket, uh, through some bushes. And they went through the, the bushes. They found that not only was there a cross, but there was a shrine symbolizing the empty tomb. But it was neglected. Even the path wasn't well walked. The brush had grown up over it. Almost everyone had done this arduous climb up to the cross, but they'd stopped there. And for us, that's like stopping at Good Friday. Many have gotten to the cross and have known the despair and the heartbreak, the death and suffering of Christ on the cross, but not everyone moves beyond the cross, the story of the cross, to the miracle of Easter, the empty tomb. Every Christmas, we wonder in amazement that Jesus would leave the splendor of heaven and come to our little planet and become human and experience life among us. Just two days ago, we gathered together on Good Friday in in humble amazement that Jesus would die on the cross for us and love us so much, so deeply. And then today, we come to Resurrection Sunday, to the climax, to the highest point in Jesus' ministry, And today we celebrate, we wear yellow ties on this day. Sign of celebration, there should be color today. We celebrate and we rejoice that he 
is alive. He is not dead. He is risen. And we commit ourselves to lives of joy and passion and purpose. This is an exciting time as a Christian. And it's unique to our faith. There's a wonderful old hymn, and I don't know if you know it, but it it goes like this. I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. Do we have the words? I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. Here's the Easter line. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. Let's hear it. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within I knew you could do that. I love it. We've heard the resurrection story so many times, and I hope we never tire of hearing it. He is risen. I hope we never cease to be amazed by the miracle. And I just want to talk for a few moments this morning about this miracle, about Jesus being alive today. On, uh, at Christmas, we celebrate an instant, the birth. On Good Friday, we celebrate a moment, the death. But on Easter... On Easter Sunday, it's different. It's not just something that happened in a moment of time, but it's a new reality. When we say he is risen, we don't mean just at a moment in time Jesus came back to life, but that he's alive right now, today, at this moment. And his spirit lives within each one of us, and that changes everything. The Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, 14 says, If Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. So what does it mean that indeed Christ is risen? Three things that the resurrection means to us. First, the resurrection means love. 1 John 4, 9, This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. The resurrection is love. We see this love in a painful way on the cross. We see the extent of God's love for us as we reflect on Jesus Death. I hope you've had a chance to look at some of this art around the sanctuary. This is special art for Easter, for Good Friday, and we have two new He Has Risen boards in the back left corner there. So as you go, take a look. These were all um, colored by our congregation and by some friends at Grantham as well. So thank you for the art. The love of God did not only send Jesus to the cross, it raised him to life. The love of God did not leave Jesus in the tomb, did not leave us in despair, but it raises Jesus back to life. So as John writes, we might live through him. He lives again, and we live through him. In the resurrection of our Lord Jesus, love overcomes death. Love overcomes death. Jose, how do we say that in Spanish? Love, la muerte? No, love. El amor venció a la muerte. Love 
overcomes death. That's for my grandmother here who doesn't speak any English. But she's here because she loves her grandchildren. Dios te bendiga, hermana. God bless you, my sister. In love, we find that the resurrection overflows in us. 1 John 3, 14, we know that we have passed from death to life. How do we know we've passed from death to life? Because we love our brothers and sisters. We know we have faith because of love. When we love others, it shows that we love Christ. We know that we participate in the resurrected life of Jesus because it spills over into our relationships with one another. Jesus lives in us. Jesus said that the world would know that we are his. They'll know we are Christians by our love. The number one characteristic of Christians is our love. Not not our clothes, not our judgment, not our wonderful actions. They'll know we are Christians by our love. Our love is seen in our conversations, when we encourage, comfort, when we, when we bless other people. Sometimes I, I'm with some of you, and you'll come to my office, and we'll have a lovely, a lovely conversation. And when you leave, I just kind of sit back in my chair, and it's like, you know, it's a good day. When were you last with someone that just kind of made you go, oh, I'm so glad that that person is in my life. Rodney Mandow does that to me. Our dear moderator. He comes into my office, and, and it isn't just the coffee he brings me. Although it's much appreciated, Rodney. But, uh, but he's become such a brother and a friend. Yeah. You just kind of go, thank God that there's a Rodney in my life. Amen. Who is your Rodney? Who is your Rodney? Someone who just comes into your life and brings light and peace. Now, the question is, who are you a Rodney to? Who, when you visit them, they go, oh, I'm so glad you're here. That's so nice. Thank you for coming. You brighten my day. You change my life. Sebastian does that for me. When I see him, you know, we, I don't know if you could hear him talking as we went outside. We're going down the steps and he's going, oh, Pastor Rob, I was so nervous. There's so many people there. <laughs> and I said to him, next time you're talking. And he did from the tank. The resurrection is about love. It's about abandoning our need to meet all of our own needs so that we might lift another up. Love is about lifting another up and focusing not on ourselves. It's perhaps the deepest longing of our hearts to be loved. And it's the first thing I find in the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. This is how God showed his love for us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is how God showed his love by sending Jesus. If you're searching, striving, if you're dying to be loved, come to the empty tomb and you'll discover love beyond imagination. Secondly, there is life in the resurrection. Two weeks ago, we had a memorial service here, a wonderful celebration of a life well lived, a life lived one day at a time. And I wonder what life would have been like if Jesus had not been raised from the dead. What would it be like to stand at the graveside and have no faith beyond the grave? I can't imagine the desperation. And we don't have to try. 
For there is life, there is victory, because Jesus rose from the dead. Amen? Amen. There is life, there is victory. Romans 6, 4 and 5. We were buried with Christ through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. If we have been united with him like in, in his death, we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. Romans 6. We'll be united with Jesus in the resurrection. So why do we do baptisms on Easter Sunday? Because it's perfect. It's perfect. Baptism is a perfect symbol of Easter Sunday. It is the giving of our lives to God. It's the image of life to death to sacrifice to new life. When we go under the water, it symbolizes death. There's no life underwater. When we come up, we're given a chance for new life. I, I, I'd like to take a video of each of these four in 10 years, in 15 years, in 20 years, and see where you are and what you're doing and how you're changing the world for Jesus' sake. Maybe I will watch you 10 years and 15 years and 20 years if God gives me life. And we as a church family, you've got a new family. And, and we have a responsibility to care for you and to love you and to train you. And we will. There's life, new life in baptism. There's new life in the resurrection. Jesus is alive today. He's here right now according to his promise. And he brings with him the gift of life. His hand outstretched at this very moment, offering each and every one of us abundant, rich, full life. But he won't force it on us. But he will freely offer it. Jesus' abundant life is available for us today. Not only life today, but life eternally. It's, it's an incredible miracle. Lastly, there's hope in the resurrection. The last thing I learned from the resurrection of Jesus is that I, I learn about hope. I have hope because Jesus rose from the dead. I love one of the old hymns. You might know it. It says, Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future and life is worth living just because he lives. His resurrection gives us life. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth the living. Why? Because he lives. Thank you for singing those songs. I was writing the sermon thinking, I hope we sing these songs here. I don't. I haven't been here long enough. The resurrection gives us hope for today, hope for tomorrow, and an eternal hope. Hope that things can change. Hope that even if they don't change, that when death comes, it's not the end. There is more life after today. Better life after today. Life without sickness or pain or tears. Life without ever having to wonder, Lord, where are you? Because we will see him with our eyes. We'll touch him with our hands. We'll never fret again. I know that for many of us, there is this fear of death. We're afraid to die. It seems so final and so unavoidable. But in Christ, 
we find hope. Hope in something better. Hope in eternity. And this hope affects how we live and how we die. Please, brothers and sisters, let us vow Easter Sunday 2019 that we will live until we die. Can we do that? What's holding you back today? Let's live until we die. Let's love until our last breath. Let's not give up. Let's not give up hope for our world, for our family, for one another. Let's live abundantly. Let's live until we die. Can we? Can you? That's our challenge. And that's the challenge of the resurrection. He lived so that we could live eternally. So please do not fear death. In the resurrection of Jesus, I find hope for something better, for an eternal life, an eternal life with Jesus, eternal life with one another. A missionary in Brazil discovered a tribe of Indians in a remote part of the Amazon jungle. He lived near this large river. It was a tributary off of the Amazon. The tribe was in need of medical attention, and there was a disease that was ravaging the tribe. People were dying daily. The hospital wasn't too far away, but it was across the river. And the tribe would not cross the river because they believed that the river was full of evil spirits. To enter the water would mean certain death. The missionary explained that he had crossed the river many times unharmed, but they were not impressed. He then took them to the bank and he put his hand in the water to show them that, uh, that nothing would happen. It was fun last Sunday. We were holding some children up to look in the baptismal tank. And if you've never looked into a baptismal tank, um, ask someone bigger than you to lift you up and you can take a look in the tank today. They still wouldn't go into the water when he put his hand in the water. He walked into the water up to his waist and he splashed some water on himself and on his face. Still didn't matter. They were still afraid to enter into the river. Finally, he dove into the river. He swam underneath the surface until he emerged on the other side, and he punched his fist into the air. He had entered the water, and he had escaped. It was only then, when he had entered fully in himself and made it across to the other side, that the tribespeople broke out into a cheer. And one by one, they grabbed hands. He swam back. And he swam them across, and they pulled each other across the river. And that's what Jesus did for us with death. He entered it, he made it safely to the other side, and he punched a triumphant fist into the air on Easter Sunday 2,000 years ago. And here's the thing, Jesus didn't stay on the other side either. He swims back to our side. He is present and alive through his spirit in us. And then when it's our turn to face death, I believe he takes us by the hand and he swims us safely to the other side. 1 Peter 1.3 says, Praise to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Because he lives, we have hope. Christ's resurrection has changed everything. It has given us life Love, 
and hope. Can I have the our fresh, new, baptized believers up on stage, please? Please come. Ruby, Sebastian, Carissa, Megan. They look fresh and clean. Next time we will start the baptismal tank heater a day earlier. (laughs) The things you learn the first time around. We are so proud of the four of you. Thank you for making this step of commitment in your life and in your faith. We love you and we are proud of you. Sarah has a a card, and we've written a letter for you, and inside is a life verse for each of you. So you can take it home and read it. We will be welcoming these four and another, I'm not sure, nine or ten who are transferring membership into the church um, next Sunday. So we will not do the everyone come around and shake hands to them uh, today, Um, but I am going to send them, I'm going to pray for you, and then I'm going to send them to the back, and there's cake in, in the foyer. There's cake waiting for you after service. Because it's a busy Easter Sunday, and I know you want to get home and to your families, we will be next week welcoming the, our, our four baptized young leaders, and we'll be welcoming the new members as well. So let me pray for these four. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for baptism, for that sign of life and death, and resurrected life. Father, for Ruby and Sebastian, for Carissa and Megan, we give you thanks that you created these bold, wonderful young people. Father, help us to live up to our commitment as a church family to love them, support them, encourage them, and to walk with them in their journey of life and faith from this day forward. Father, protect them. Teach them through your spirit. Use our words, our hands, to lift them up and grow them into incredible young men and women of Christ. We love you and we love them. Thank you, Father, that you rose, that we could live again. Bless them. Bless each of us, we pray in Christ's name.
Thank you for listening. For any questions about the message or to contact any of our pastors, please visit scottstreetchurch.ca.